guys, hey, welcome. Uh, welcome back to the Sports Plus Life Podcast. This is actually episode number 80. I think I said last last time, last episode was episode 80, but it's actually episode number 79. I was all discombobulated. Um, didn't know my left from right. Um, but I'm back, back to normal, back on schedule, back on the correct number of episodes, and uh, just back in my bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Um, it was a good weekend of sports. Um, feeling good, left the doctors, everything's okay. Um, they like the way I'm looking. I like the way I'm looking. I like the way I'm feeling, so everything is good, good and gravy. Um, this weekend was one of those amazing sports weekends. Um, where you had MMA, boxing, NFL, Premier League, college football. Um, and soon you're going to have basketball mix, mixed in here in about, what, two weeks? Yep, exactly. Two weeks to 20 seconds when the season will start. Um, and, uh, wow, two weeks. Almost two weeks away from Christmas. About three weeks away from the uh, end of 2020. Think seven blessings. Thanks the gods, whatever gods you preach to, the, all the seven gods or what they say, the seven, is it the seven gods in Game of Thrones? I can't remember. Old and the new. If you guys are Game of Thrones nerds, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but it was a great weekend, man. Um, I have been uh, pulling double duty, helping out the boys at the Most Underrated Podcast. Um, so I haven't been away away, but I've been somewhere else. Um, and, um, it gets, it's fun getting a new perspective the way other people do it and just doing this and that. So go give them a follow, go check them out. Most underrated podcast. Um, and, um, which by the way, not, I'm just going to throw anyone under the bus, but I, if you go and take, go to YouTube, check out the most underrated podcast or go to Thomas franchise and then actually go to Thomas franchise and you'll look in there and you'll see that I have the highest rated show. The highest views of uh, on there. It's the highest views of their show in like last two months. Is it a coincidence? Probably. It, it, I don't know. Probably is it. You know? Probably is it just a coincidence. Or it's just me. You know what I'm saying? It's probably just me. Anyways. Enough about me. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this weekend. Especially because we had boxing. Now, not to mention boxing... But we had a high-level boxing match. We'll get to here in a second. But I want to talk about the NFL because the NFL had a mixture of um, a mixture of everything. I mean, there was beatdowns, there was upsets, there was close calls, there was amazing perfor- individual performances. Um, all I mean, and there was a lot of goal. There was there there was uh, no more no more undefeated teams. Um, I want to start with my guy, number six, Baker Mayfield, just dropping dimes, having a career, a career day. Let me pull up his numbers here for you guys, because I know you guys haters. You guys, oh, Edgar, you're a Baker. I know I'm a Baker guy. Fuck out of here. Actually, I think Ryan Tannehill probably threw more, to be honest with you. But Baker Mayfield went 25 of 33. Amazing. 334 yards passing, four touchdowns. Wasn't sacked once. That's a t- that's a tribute to the offensive line and Baker Mayfield's athleticism. The dude's an athlete. I would know. I've seen number six. I know what he's capable of. And now everyone knows what he's capable of. 
And mind you, they are doing this with that OBJ. OBJ out for the season, torn ACL. Landry's Landry's pulling his weight. Who else? Who else did he throw to? Nick Chubb is back. Nick Chubb is Nick Chubb's freaking sick. Have you seen that guy run? You've never known he was injured. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt has taken a back door to Nick Chubb, but it's all gravy because it's the team thing. And, 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 and Kareem Hunt can fill in and do his damn thing when he needs to. We see him do it. Um, who else? Is he? Rashard Higgins. Um, you Rashard Higgins? That's right, right? Am I correct? Let's take a look here. Yep. Rashard Higgins. Just down the road over here. I-25. Um, Jarvis Landry. Peoples Jones had that deep time. Um, Austin Hooper. Yeah, Austin Hooper really didn't do shit. But yeah, you get the picture. Even Baker caught his own pass. Just kidding. I think he got it from Jarvis Landry, and there's a panel on there. But I couldn't stop watching this game. Um, and I can't believe what they did to um, Derrick Henry. And Derrick Henry, I think, let me see rushing here. Didn't have a rushing touchdown at all. I don't think he had a touchdown at all. He had one catch for nine yards, 15 carries for 60 yards. And Derrick Henry is one of those guys on my list of MVPs. And I don't know what happened. They just stifled him. And the score doesn't indicate how how dominant the Browns were. Because it's kind of a tale of two halves, actually. Because if you look at it, it was 38-7 to seven at halftime. But then the second half ended up being 28-3 to three for the... Titans. And I think those last two touchdowns were kind of trash can touchdowns, but I mean, I don't think the score indicates how bad they got beat up. I just don't. Because I was sitting there watching. I was like, I can't believe we don't watch. But Tannehill turned the ball over, had a pick. Um, um, the defense recovered two fumbles for the Browns. So let me see here. Hold on. No, wait. A.J. Brown fumbled the ball twice, lost one. Derrick Henry fumbled, and Cameron Batson fumbled. Total four fumbles, but they lost two of them. Um, yeah, it was bad. It's one of those. It's one of those days when you want to be all alone in Nashville. You want to be all alone in Nashville. Um, that was amazing, and this kind of goes to show that. Maybe they didn't need OBJ to start out with. Then maybe, like, and I've said this before, maybe it's, uh, you know, I want to say a toxic thing, like a toxic situation. But, I mean, you sit there, you get a frustrated wide receiver who always wants the ball, which any receiver wants the ball. But, I mean, you could tell they were forcing the ball to OBJ a lot. And now they're able to spread it out. Even an offensive lineman caught a pass this week. A touchdown pass, to be honest with you. I mean, they were just, it was great. They opened the playbook. They did a great job. And now, who knows what's going to happen down the stretch. What, four games left, I believe? Four games left. They played Steelers in the last one. Um, which we'll get to Steelers here pretty soon. Um, it might, it could, you never know what will happen. Uh, Ravens play tonight. Um, right now, as of right now, the Browns are in the wild card. Um, they're in the mix. 
I mean, a very, very tough division outside of the bank. Uh, you know, obviously the Bengals aren't really that uh, competitive right now, especially without Joey B with, with Joey B going out. Um, that's kind of up in the air now. Um, but it was amazing, man. It was cool to watch. I mean, I'm a Baker guy. I, <laughs> I'm a Baker guy. I loved watching that. Dropping dimes. Deal for dimes. Put the unicorn, put the rainbow on those dimes, the rainbow tracer on those things, and pop the people's Jones. And uh, just watch the beauty of it, man. It was great. It was great to watch. Um, I tried to watch it. So I follow along with Red Zone Channel, and there's a lot going on. And I wasn't even paying attention because I was watching the Browns game, too. Um, and I was cooking and doing other stuff. Um, but you want to talk about lucky team this weekend. The Raiders are a lucky team. The Raiders are a lucky team. I can't believe what I saw. They blitzed the Raiders with like, they were up on the Raiders. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Um, I don't have to tell you what happened. Raiders won on a last second touchdown. My Derek Carr to, I don't remember who it was, blown coverage. It was just bad. The kid got smoked. I don't even remember who it was. Just got smoked on a double move. and um, But they blitzed him. I don't get why you blitzed him. And ultimately, that cost Greg Williams his job, the defensive coordinator for the Jets. Next day, it was fired. Rightfully so. That was so stupid. Could have gotten your first win, maybe your only win of the whole year. And it would have brought me satisfaction to see the Raiders go down to the Jets. But I, I, I don't get it. I don't. There's some things I don't get. How Adam Gase still has a job, I have no idea. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get 2020. I don't get the Jets. I don't give a shit about the Jets. But I just don't get it. How does he keep his job after all this, man? I don't. I just, you know, after a couple, you know. Like three write-ups, a lot of people just, <laughs> I mean, what is it? Like, so every like three offenses, you get a write-up. They're 11 and 0. Get out of here. Get it out of here. Save face. Look like a tough team for once, you know? Look like a tough organization for once. Get rid of these idiots. Right now. Let him go enjoy f- Christmas with his family. Just give him that dignity. Give yourself that dignity. I don't get it. Anyways, the Raiders got lucky. Blah, 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 blah. They're not even that good. Um, Rams and Cardinals banged it out. I didn't watch that one. Upset City, Giants over the Seahawks. You kind of started seeing that early in that game. Um, They turned the ball over. Let me pull up the box score here so I can take a look. Um, Russell Wilson threw a pick. Got sacked five times are you kidding me russell wilson got sacked five times by the giants colt mccoy is starting a quarterback for the giants colt mccoy i'll never forget colt mccoy in that texas oklahoma game out of bounds the guy doesn't even touch him and he just flops 15 yards out of bounds that's that's who the seahawks are losing to I feel like the Seahawks should have more losses than they do. Eight and four right now. In a very tight race in that division. Now I think the Rams might be on top after the win over the Cardinals, I believe. Um, but that's besides the point. 
Russ Wilson with a pick and five sacks. Not to mention, let's see, they fumbled three times, lost one. Giants didn't fumble at all. Um, yeah, I don't get it. To where as many tools as the Seahawks have offensively, they're losing. They lost. Not losing. They lost to the Giants. And I, I think was it the is the I don't even know who's the leading in that division either. NFC East. You want to talk about? Pff. But I don't. There's a lot of things I don't get, and I'm I shouldn't be questioning anything anymore in 2020. I just accept things for how it is. Accept things for how they are. Um. Yeah, they lost. DK Metcalf had one highlight, one stiff arm, and uh, let's see here. Five receptions for 80 yards, no touchdowns. Longest one was 21 yards. I don't, yeah. I don't know what to say. I don't know. Uh, what do I know? Hey, what do I know? I have nine toes. I don't like, I don't know shit. But that's, that's part of one of the upsets of the of the, of the weekend. Um Colts handled things about the but Tex, Texans lost because of a fumble, um, a snap exchange between the center and Deshaun Watson. That was bad at the goal. They were, it, they were at the goal line and fumbled, and that's it. You lose the game. Mistakes like that, man. That sucks. Um, Packers beat down the Eagles. What's new? Aaron Rodgers. The Patriots skunked the Chargers 45-0. Dude. How do you lose 45-0? That's the worst loss of all this year. 45-0. You get skunked. Got a feel for Justin Herbert. You know, Justin Herbert does have someone like Keenan Allen, um, Hunter Henry, Mike Williams, people to throw to. As good as Austin Eckler has been before, but he's coming back off an injury. Doesn't have a good run game. They don't have a good offensive line. Um, the defense sometimes gets depleted. They lose a lot of good people defensively, but damn, 45 to zero. No need to, no, no, no need to, uh, dwell on that. Uh, bills beat the Niners last night, 34 to 24. But what I wanted to talk about, um, we're not gonna talk about the chiefs Broncos. No need to, we're going to talk about how drew lock was, uh, let me pull up his numbers real quick. I want to talk about I, I'll talk about him real quick. Let's pull up Drew Locke's numbers. I caught a lot of heat early because I posted something and it said, Well, Drew Locke this, Drew Locke that, and Drew Locke went 15 to 28, which is almost 50% of his passes. 151 yards path throwing. Um two touchdowns and two picks. So he did throw for two touchdowns. Okay, good job. Uh, it's more than in both Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick's played a ma- pretty good this year. Big receiver. Has filled in well. No Cortland Sutton. Um, injuries here and there with, uh, you know, Hamler and then Jared Judy. But now they're healthy. And uh, Tim Patrick kind of filled in as a number one, number two receiver there. And he's done well. Um, so shout out to Tim Patrick. Um, but it's killing me. He's killing me. Those two picks. Two picks killing me. The one at the end there to seal the game. Um, just missing his targets. Obviously, fifty percent. 
about 50 percent was that 60 maybe 60 percent 70 70 60 65 percent but he's missing his targets and i don't know what what what's happened i don't know what it is but i also don't like the play calling that Shermer is giving this kid we have to tailor um our offense to this kid to these players we have fast receivers, good receivers. We just can't get them the target. And yeah, we want to go deep. We want to give them confidence, but we have to. There has to be a buildup. There has to be a good, um, an equal, what is it, like a kind of an equal level playing calling. I can't remember. I don't know. What I'm done. I don't know the words. I'm trying to figure it out, but I don't have enough time to figure it out right now. And like, um, I don't know. There has to be a balance. The play call, right? Running games, passing games. Um, you know, maybe we need to run RPOs, run pass offense. You know, maybe we have to, uh, is it run pass offense? That's what RPO means. Um, option. Run pass option? Is that what it is? Run pass option, RPOs. Um, and I don't know. I think we have to change the way we play. You know, I don't think we're going to do it with Shermer. A little bit old school. Um, we have good running backs, too. Um, is it the quarterback? Is it the play call? It's a little of both, I think. Um, there really wasn't a groove either for Drew Locke because he got hurt for a few games. So maybe that affected him. Maybe I will give him the benefit of the doubt. But... Um, Still, something has changed. Um, Chiefs, strong team. The fact that we only held them 22 to 16 this time around, whereas last time, because it's kind of the same, it was closer one up until we made, was it pick six and like a, a return that would happen? And, and just like that, the game flipping, we couldn't return, we couldn't call back. It was a closer game. Why? Because our defense, the Broncos defense is really good, even without Von Miller. We can't, there's three parts of this game, defense, offense, and special teams. And we got beat up on our offense, couldn't do much um, other than those few touchdowns. But we're just, there's like a step away. We're there. We're, the, we're almost there. Um, well, Should we draft the quarterback? No. I, I would don't draft the quarterback. We're not good at drafting quarterbacks. I don't know what it is. I would have told them not to get Brock Oswell. Why would we get Brock Oswell? You know what I'm saying? I didn't even want Drew Locke. Why did we get Drew Locke? I didn't want him. We have to go. You know, I don't want to say it. Tough tough decisions to be made. Who knows where this team will be? This team could even be sold somewhere else. We won't have a football team anymore. Those are the rumors. Those are what's talking about. People are talking. Might sell the team. But either way, tough decisions need to be made. Do we trade Von Miller? Do we get value out of Von Miller? Look at the defense played without him. Bradley Chubb has filled in very, very well. Do we trade someone like Von Miller? Is that is that crazy? Like 
I mean, I'm I'm happy with the defense the way they've been playing all year. Now, Justin Simmons will he return? Shelby Harris played amazing. You know, those are other questions. Those are other voids we have to fill here coming out next season. Might as well start thinking about next season. Nothing else is going to pop off the rest of the, the last four games. Um, we'll see. We'll come. We'll see what happens in the offseason. But uh, yeah, it wasn't good. But what I did want to talk about, and this was just amazing, because I didn't watch the game because it was like it wasn't on TV, and I was like I was cooking. I was doing other stuff. But I watched the highlights. In the Washington football team beat the Pittsburgh Steelers yesterday. Um, that says a lot. It says a lot of stuff because I, th- and I'm not, I'm not, this, I'm not the only one in this boat. I think the Steelers have been lucky all year. I think they've been lucky. I think they've gotten away with. They've gotten away. They've put the mask on. They just rob people. These refs, and then everyone started robbing. And like, I think they they've 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 stolen some games. Not to take away from how good that defense is. Not to take away from how good uh, the emergence of Clay uh, of Claypool um, is. Chase Claypool, um, Washington, Connor, all this. I mean, they they played well. I mean, I actually stopped watching after they scored the second touchdown. The Steelers scored the second touchdown with ease. It was easy for them to score the touchdown. But what gave me a little glimmer of hope, I think it was right before the touchdown, I'm mistaken, but the Washington football team stopped the um, Pittsburgh Steelers on a fourth and goal. And I was like, holy shit. And not to mention, there was a penalty that gave them, re- get, that gave them new downs. So that was like six or seven downs there that they had at the goal line, and they got stopped. Um, That gave me a little glimmer. I was like, okay. Like there's something here, and um, ultimately, they end up winning the game with Alex Smith as their quarterback. Um, I mean, just what a story that is alone. Alex Smith returning from almost losing his leg, having 17 surgeries, screws all up in his leg, getting then getting the the uh, okay to return to football. Probably wasn't expecting the play, but with injuries to um, it's a brand, Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen and then Dwayne Haskins playing like trash. In comes Alex Smith. And he showed his, he's a veteran of the game. He he, he keeps his composure. Um, no picks yesterday. 31 of 46, 295 yards, almost 300 yards passing and a touchdown. No picks, three sacks. Ben Roethlisberger, 305 yards passing, 33 of 53, two touchdowns, one pick. But sacked zero times. How is that guy's lumbering around? Like, I just I'm just, I just don't get how he gets away from these, these sacks. I'm sitting there watching this big dope, just running around with his double chins. And he's like, I'm like, what, what's, what's going on? How is he doing this? But he's doing it. Um. But Alex Smith, what a story it is in himself. But before, I'm going to talk about Alex Smith more. Um, they lost Antonio Gibson, their best running back. And Barber, Peyton Barber came in. McKissick, they've all filled in. They, they didn't do a good job. But it was all in the passing. And their defense. Um, it, you know, it was just gall, man. I don't know what it is. It was, just, it was just a grinder. 
you know, they had to, they had to dig it out from somewhere and they did it, man. Watch the football team did it, which by the way, let me see here. Cause it'll show me, um, let me click here to show me where they stand right now. Yeah. The giants are on top of that league right now <laughs> on top of that division right now. Um, crazy to think no Saquon Barkley either, but they're on top of that division right now. And they're in the playoffs as of right now with four games left. Um, but yeah, just straight goal. And this team with everything going on has been a bright spot for not only football, but for 2020. We talk about Alex Smith. Alex Smith almost losing his leg 17 surgeries later and getting the, you know, the okay to come back and play. It's just amazing in its own. And it takes a different person to do that. Different, different person mentally, physically to do that. Knowing that you can break your leg again. Knowing that something bad can happen. You've, you've seen it happen firsthand. And he comes back. He's playing top level football again. What is he? Two and two, I believe. If he's since his return, two and two, I believe. I'm not. I have no idea. I can't. <laughs> I don't know. But he is out here winning football games, playing again, and showing that he still can play. And he did it against a tough defense too, one of the best defenses in the league right now. Um, and that's even without McLaren playing well yesterday too. So this warms my heart. This, I love seeing this. It's a great comeback story. The comeback player of the year, hands down. But it gets trumped. It gets trumped by someone like Ron Rivera. Riverboat Ron. He had a hand in chain, making sure that this this name of the football team, the Redskins, formerly known as the Redskins, gets changed. Gets changed to something else. We need to change this. He has a hand in it. He's a coach here. He's a head head dog here. He has a hand in it. There comes the football. Not even that, but FedEx and all the other sponsors as well um, have come in and said, you got to change this team. You got to change the name. It's done. It's it's old school. It's whatever. We've we're, we're got to move on. They changed the name, Washington football team. They don't have a full name, but they might keep it again for another year is what I'm hearing. Washington football team. Ron Rivera gets diagnosed with cancer. And Ron, Ron Rivera doesn't cry about it, doesn't sulk about it, doesn't go to, doesn't go make a TikTok about it with sad song behind it and say, oh, I'm sorry for me. I'm going to cry and, oh, I'm just going to cry and, and you're going to, No. He ain't playing Justin Bieber in the background. <laughs> he um he continues to coach football and receive treatment. In a day where COVID nineteen is running rampant, this guy doesn't bat an eye. He just doesn't bat an eye. And he goes, Yeah, I'll take this treatment. I'm gonna keep coaching football. And on Sundays during football games at halftime, I'm going to receive an IV to receive the treatment in halftime because I got to get to work. I have to work. Like, 
People aren't built like that anymore. In a day and age where I've said this before, where people are afraid to wear fucking masks for half hour in a grocery store while you get your groceries. People are complaining about wearing a mask. This guy's out here coaching football teams, a very high stress um, job. Coaching football, receiving treatment at halftime during a football game, and then going back out and coaching them. And now, you know, like almost in a playoff position, too. I mean, granted, the division's pretty trash. But then they go out there and beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Given their first loss of the year. I mean, people aren't built like Ron Rivera anymore. Super Bowl champion. Taking the Panthers to the Super Bowl. Turning this team around. While battling cancer. And COVID-19 lingering around. People aren't built like that anymore. It's amazing. It's just, uh, just a great story. This with. Him, Alex Smith, the football team. Um, and it almost brings tears to my eyes. Thinking about it. I was so happy. I was watching, as you know, I was cooking and I saw, I can't believe they beat him. Then one thing that keeps, that's in my head right now is him beating cancer, him bringing the bell. And he's just like, yeah, let's get back to work. You see his face? He's not, I, he doesn't really like smile. There's a little smile, but he's like, yeah, let's get back to work. We can learn from someone like Ron Rivera. I mean, holy shit. <laughs> oh, my president didn't win. Oh, this president sucks. Oh, your president sucks. Oh, nee, make it out. And Ron Rivera's out here coaching football. Cancer. Beating cancer. Trying to coach other men. Trying to make other all these kids men. Trying to take... Lesser known players, Gibson, McLaren, um, to a promised land, trying to make men out of these boys. I don't know what to say. Next time you try to make a TikTok being all sad. Next time you sit there and you get a little cold. Think about Ron Rivera. <laughs> think what he's done. You can do it. Anyone can do it. I'm just glad Ron Rivera, this is happening right now so people can see that there's a whole lot worse shit happening to other people and they're taking it in the chin. They're not letting them, they're not letting their, this, their setback affect them. They're facing it in the eye. They're facing it in the face. They're facing face to face and just knocking it out the park. We have to do better. In general. Everyone. Christmas is coming up. 2020 is almost over. We have to do better. I'm taking. I'm looking at Ron Rivera. And I'm like. Thank you. Thank you you tough son of a bitch. For giving hope. For giving people something to watch. For sticking up for your values. And for being, for just being you. Thank you. Not much else to say. 
I mean, <laughs> you, seriously, just look at yourself in the mirror. Can't, are you fit to do what Ron Rivera is doing? Then no. Just look yourself in the mirror and then think you can do it. Are you fit? You don't want to, you don't want to get cancer? Get healthy. You can't coach a football team. You can't go to work because of your sniffles. Anyone? No, actually, if you don't have sniffles, don't go to work because it's what it is nowadays. But just remember, people are battling worse things than you are. People are battling cancer and other stuff like this even worse than your little breakup. It's it's rough. Yeah, I get it. Breakups are rough. But no, there's worse things that can happen to you than a breakup. It's not the end all be all. Um, you'll find another job. Um, you will get back on your feet. Um, you will get another car. You will get your house. There's the worst thing people are battling and taking it on the chin. And you can do it too. Let's keep it rolling, all right? Um, that was great. It was a great job by the Washington football team. Hands up. That's why if you look up here, I only have tough sons of bitches up here for Ron Rivera. Biggie, Ric Flair, Von Miller, GSP, Anderson Silva, and Leonard. Leonard, the Ninja Turtle. Yeah, you heard that right. Tough sons of bitches up here for Ron Rivera. Um, but yeah, it just was um, it was a great weekend of sports. UFC happened. I, honestly, I didn't watch a whole lot of UFC. Um, not that I didn't want to. Um, I was just like, I was excited for this boxing match. And I was like excited for Earl Spence Jr. Um, versus Danny Garcia. And it was, it went exactly how I knew the fight was going to go. Um, Earl Spence Jr. Just out. There's a different aspect of Earl Spence Jr. That just got Danny Garcia. And Danny Garcia is a hell of a fight. Hell of a boxer. Um, he was a counter boxer. The thing Earl Spence Jr. did was he was landing his shots, getting out, wasn't allowing the counter. He was landing his jab particularly. The jab was unbelievable. Pop, pop. Getting in and out. Pop. Body shots were unbelievable. He was landing a lot of good body shots. I love body shots. Liver shots. You can't you just you know incapacitate you. It was beautiful. It was a high level boxing match. It was it was great. The, the sweet science is what they call it. Beautiful science, sweet science, I think is what they call it. I can't remember what they call it. Um it was a master class. It was a high level boxing. I don't know what else to tell you. It was just high level boxing. Um, hard hitting. Obviously, Danny Garcia got the worst of it. You could tell even by his face. His face is all lumped up a little bit. And Earl Spence Jr. is another good story. I, you know, wrecking his Ferrari last year. Pretty bad, almost dying. And then coming back a year later and beating one of the top fighters in his division in this, in this boxing round. It was good for Earl Spence Jr. It was a good win for Earl Spence Jr. But what's next? What's next for Earl Spence, er, Earl Spence Jr.? I think the most logical fight would be Bud Crawford, right? I think Bud Crawford is the one to f the fight to make. I mean, they're the best of the best, the pound-for-pound pound fighters right now in that division. Is it welterweight, I believe is what it is? Or lightweight, something like that? I think it's welterweight. Um, no, it doesn't matter. Super welterweight, something like that. It doesn't, whatever. Um... I think, yeah, that's a fight you have to make. As far as Earl Spence Jr. goes, Bud Crawford, I think that's a fight you have to make. You have to make. Um, who knows how to work out? I think, I think Crawford has one more fight with ESPN, top rank. 
and then he's a free agent after the fact. I'd get away from top ranked as much as possible. Bob Aaron was just a piece of work, isn't he? His old, I, I would get away. If I'm I am Crawford and I get a chance to leave, I'm leaving. I just won't do Bob Aaron was just old school, just out of touch. Is what it is, man. You just can't. The time will pass you up. And if I'm, I'm but Crawford, I don't want to miss these type of opportunities. Um, but Olsen Jr. fought very, very well. I'm glad to see him back. And I think it was like the third episode of Sports with Life podcast. I talked about his wreck, I believe. Um, well, I'll look back. We'll take a look. So, um, but anyways, there was another fight on the card. I wanted to talk about a fighter on the card that I wanted to talk about. Uh, what's his name here? Let me see here. It is. Fundora. No, what's his name? Oh, here we go. Sebastian the Tower Inferno Fundora. The kid is 6'6 and 154 pounds. Goes out there and starts Habib Ahmed in one round. No, two rounds. Was it two rounds? Let me see what round. Uh, I think it was just one round. Was it one round? I think it was one round. Maybe two rounds. Um, I think it went in the second round. Uh, where is it at here? Second round TKO. I mean, this kid. How old is he? 22 years old? Let's see, where is it at here? Yeah, 6'5". Six, 6'5 five. Six, five and a half. 153 and a half. 154 pounds. Undefeated. A Southpaw at that. I was so surprised I saw him. Because he's fighting Southpaw. To be that rangy. And throwing that weird left hook. It wasn't a left hook. He was throwing a mean uppercut too. And they were crisp punches too. They weren't like what you think a lengthy kid with you know long arms. Which is reach. 80 inch reach. Would throw punches. So clean. It was such a clean boxing man. Ahmed was 27-0-1 coming in this fight. With 18 finishes on his on his record. And Fundora came out there and just starched him in two rounds. Dude, you got to watch out for this kid, man. Watch out for that dude. Charlo Brothers, watch out. Canelo, watch out. Good luck trying to fight this kid. You got to just look out for the kid. Just look out for him. Um, you know, I've seen him before. I've seen him box. I think he was fighting on that stupid uh, on one card. The Logan Paul card. Anyways. But speaking of Logan Paul, on the heels of a, just an amazing boxing fight, boxing card, news comes out that Floyd Mayweather will come out and fight Logan Paul in an exhibition in February. Why? Why do I need to watch an exhibition again? Not going to be any winners. You can't knock each other down. Why do I not watch an exhibition? Why would I pay money to watch Floyd Mayweather fight again? Let alone watch Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather fight a losing boxer like Logan Paul. If I'm not mistaken, I think Logan Paul hasn't won a fight. I think the first one was a draw, lost to KSI. I think he's oh like, well, oh one and one. Is that what it is? Why would I watch this? What's the benefit of watching this fight? 
Someone tell me? I don't want to watch this shit. Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson's exhibition. Those two still high-level boxers. They still they fought at the highest, highest level. Why would I want to watch a high-level boxer versus a high-level boxer in Floyd Mayweather and a YouTube star in Logan Paul? What's Logan Paul? I, just, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's ruining boxing. Look at this card. This last card I just talked about. You have Fundora. It's going to be a, it's a great prospect right now. Earl Spence Jr. Bud Crawford. That's boxing. Not the shit that Floyd Mayweather shit. Floyd Mayweather, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's doing. If it's going to be an exhibition, don't put it fucking, don't have people pay for this shit. Put it on YouTube or some shit. Get paid. Get let YouTube or whoever hosts the channel, whoever the channel hosts this fight, and have them get paid on ad revenue, whatever, whatever. But I, I'm not paying 70, 80, whatever fucking money it is to watch this shit. Why? I'm not gonna watch it. I won't even watch it for free. I'm not. This is just a spit in the face to boxing. Well, spit in the face of people like Earl Spence Jr. and Bud Crawford who put a lifetime's work into what they're doing. To have someone like Logan Paul to come in and steal their shine. And for people to say it's good for boxing, it's not good for boxing. This isn't good for boxing. Because if you ask people in like three months who Bodu Jack is, to anyone that knows... Um, Jake Paul, they're going to be like, who's that? Oh, he found the same card as Jake Paul did. Oh, I don't remember that. Grass people with Devin Haney is Devin Haney fought in that last, uh, KSI Logan Paul fight. David. And by the way, David had Devin Haney trash. Billy Joe Saunders fought in that one too. They, it wasn't a great outing for Devin Haney. And. I don't think still a lot of people don't remember who Devin Haney is. <clears throat> yeah, Bill Joe Saunders, Devin Haney's impressions went up. If impressions mean like people looked at you like Google, whatever, try to look up who you are. Devin Haney, and then, yeah, they went up that week, but where have they been since then? You know? I don't think it's good for boxing, is what it is. People are trying to make their money elsewhere. Um, but if, if these guys want to do the, the shit right, these guys want to take this shit seriously. You get on an undercard fight. All right? You make an impact that way. Get a four-rounder against someone from Kronk Gym, Wild Card Gym, uh, Robert Garcia Boxing. Shit, even, even Winklejong Boxing. I'm sure there's boxers in there that put hands on you. It's an MMA gym, too. Do it right. If you want to do it right, do it right. Because Jake Paul... Is he going to be a top-level fighter fighting Nate Robinson and another YouTube star? Logan Paul will not be a top-level fighting fighting another YouTube star and um, just getting paid and just going through the motions with Mayweather. And if this motherfucker goes through a fight and says, well, I lasted longer than McGregor, I'm slapping the fuck out of him myself <laughs> in an exhibition match. It's just bad. It's a shit. I don't want to see it. I'm not going to watch it. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. I don't care. I'm not going to watch this shit. That's enough of it.
That's all I'm going to talk about. I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to talk about that stupid shit. I don't want to watch it. Um, last thing I want to go through. NBA season coming up. And there's something I saw. I just saw it. I didn't read it. But the question read, the title read, will a shortened season or a shortened rest period help or hurt the season? The fact that this question is being thrown around with top level athletes just blows my mind. It just blows my mind, especially when just not too long ago, I'm talking about someone like Ron Rivera who's facing cancer, facing a football team with COVID lingering around, high stressful job, is out here coaching, receiving treatment in the middle of football games. I'm not buying that shit. If you sit there and say, well, I need rest. I'm a high level athlete. I need to rest this. I think you've had enough rest. What, the last game was, what, two months ago? Maybe three months ago? Was it? I believe maybe like two months ago almost. I don't know, maybe a month and a half? Six, seven weeks? Like, what do you... You know, I get... If you're injured, yeah, I get it. But if you're just tired, give me a fucking break. You're just tired. But what do I know? I have nine toes. I'm... <laughs> What do I know? But if you're a supreme, I mean, look, look at soccer players. They'll play like today, Champions League. When I get off here, I'm going to watch Champions League. Barcelona versus Juventus. They play a game on the weekend, play a game during the week, and then play another game. Within, they have three games in seven days running six, seven miles a game. Getting physical, getting bumped off the ball, getting cleats to the grill. Diving all over the place. I'm talking about goalkeepers diving. Three games. Then in between games, not to mention in between the season, some have to go play for the country. There's country duties that they were going to fulfill. And not to mention that, they have other domestic tournaments in the middle of their own season they have to play. Breaks? And then they have summer tournaments. A season will go from September all the way to May and then get a few weeks off, go back at it in June. Like next summer, the Euros, which is supposed to be this summer. Next summer, the Euros are popping off. European players are going to represent their country there in a tournament that's a month long. And they have to go back into training for their club. And we're worried about just one season in a bubble. Doing what you love to do? Come on, man. I'm sick of it. That's why you don't see any basketball players up here. Only tough sons of bitches. Biggie, Ric Flair, Von Miller, GSP, uh, Anderson Silva, Leonardo. And I'll even throw in Rick, uh, Scott Hall, Jose Aldo. Don't make fun of Jose Aldo. And if you want me, I'll pull Credible Hulk out of here. I got Turk from Scrubs. Come on, man. Give me a break. Give me a break. And some of those, I mean, if anyone needs a rest, I mean, I fine. Lakers, cool. I'll give you that. Actually, no. I won't give you the Lakers that. The Lakers spent the whole time cheering the whole time, getting bailed out by the referees. Miami Heat. <laughs> yeah, sure. Miami Heat, maybe. They had to get physical. They had to do this. They had to fight a lot of seven-game series. Yeah, whatever. I'm done. I'm done with that. Done with the podcast today. I'm ending on that. I didn't want to get riled up before the Champions League. Manchester United need to win today or get a point. 
make a draw to Red Vance. If they don't, I'm losing my shit. But that's it, man. That's all I got for you guys. I appreciate you guys listening to me rant. I had to get that shit off my chest, dog, for real, on everything. On everything, dog. That's what people say when they're like, on everything. Like, you know what I'm talking about. Anyways, I'm out. Follow me, Sports Plus Life Podcast episode. Uh, shit. Sports Plus Life Pod. Sports Plus Life Instagram and Twitter. Sports Plus Life uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, YouTube.com slash Sports Plus Life. M-R-A-K-A-C-O. Instagram and Twitter. Um, that's it. I appreciate you guys tuning in. I love you guys. Um, stay up. Take care of each other. And I will see you guys in the next one, episode number 81, the real Tim Brown episode of the Sports Plus Life podcast. All right? Let.